on a brand new shuffle. We go off script for nothing but news. Yes. Finally, uh, none of that music. <laughs> it was the weakest who, link of the needs show. It? We needed to get it out. <laughs> I don't have a, a clever name for this yet. Tonight on Shuffle. Just that. Breaking, shuffle. breaking news. <laughs> Tonight on Shuffle, breaking news. So people see the, you know, breaking news twice. Okay. Wait, so breaking news tonight on Shuffle, breaking news. Yeah. Okay. All caps, breaking news. Tonight on Shuffle, it could be all I feel like case. I should bracket it all between a breaking and a news. <laughs> yeah, so <they> breaking, <laughs> breaking news, tonight on Shuffle, breaking news, news. news. Nice. Yeah. With like uh, exclamation points on each side. Oh, can you do uh, that? I'll, I'll see what our, our technical right. team yeah. can do. <laughs> we'll have this episode up by the end of the year. A lot of production value going to this Just one. exactly when none of these stories matter anymore <laughs> is, ex- is going to be the perfect time to put it up. That's our style. So, uh, hello and welcome to episode 19.5 of Shuffle. Uh, as you might have gathered from the intro, this is going to be a little I- different of an episode. It's going to be a news-only episode. I figure mm-hmm. we've been away for a while stuff has happened mm-hmm. let's instead of making you guys listen to a three-hour episode let's let's talk about <laughs> the news and then we can get to the music later because no one cares about it can they call yeah. in give us a call yeah call in give us we'll, a call we'll sit here and wait we'll 701-231-6529 g g 555 give us a call right now q <laughs> q <laughs> we're waiting Come on. <laughs> we'll give okay. you free dating advice. See, this is dead air, and this is on you guys. Oh, man. Come on. We don't have to do this show. All right, well, we don't, while we, we wait, don't need you. While we wait, we can for do the this podcast alone. <laughs> All right? <laughs> unsubscribe. <laughs> You're not worthy to listen to this. All of you unsubscribe. I don't mind doing this podcast alone. Yeah. I don't even have to put it up online. I'll just listen to it myself. <laughs> Oh, you think I've been putting these up online? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hate to break it to you, but yeah, I've just been listening yeah. <laughs> to these. Well, while we wait for a call, I can remind the listeners that if they ever find themselves in the position where they A, would like to support the podcast, and B, they'd like to shop at Amazon at the same time without having any of their prices be affected, Ooh. they can do that with our Amazon Associates portal link. Nice. Go to the post on jaredscott.com for this episode. That's www.jrdsctt.com slash shuffle. Go to this episode's page, and at the top you will see a link to Amazon. Click on it, and then shop as normal. Nice. And Amazon's great because they have everything that you could ever want. They got it all. And the things you don't need, they got a lot of, and you should buy for yeah. us buy it yeah come on consume. especially yeah the things you don't need come on consume help us out in fact you could buy a phone to call in and talk <laughs> to us because we are still waiting all these little glitches and sound effects and this high production value that doesn't come free dominic's actually not a real person no. i i synthesize him <laughs> over the it takes time to create personality. My name's actually Richard Young. That's Dick Young. I'm a paid voice actor. He pays me $50 an episode, so you got to help support. 
Voices like these don't come for free. Yeah, check out Dick Young's IMDb. (laughs) (laughs) His his only credits are episodes of Shuffle. Dick Young, coming soon. Up and coming. To an ear near you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that'd be weird. Like, other people's ears start projecting sound out. If the price is right, anything's possible. Through Amazon. Go to Amazon and buy stuff <laughs> for us. So let let's move on to our, our first newsy thing. Well, I, before that, how how have you been? It's been a while. You know, I appreciate you. We've been doing this show a long time. Yeah, I think it's I the, think first, it the time first time I asked. you've ever asked how I'm doing. And okay, so ICP news. No, I like no. take the moment to talk about how just terrible I'm doing. Really bad. Lay it on us. Um, and try to slip in Amazon as much. I as I got you can. fired yesterday. Lost my job. Been going to doctors, you know, a lot of things. You know, something's probably wrong with me, and uh, yeah, this is the only thing keeping me alive. <laughs> the only thing keeping Dick Young alive <laughs> is are your contributions <laughs> to Amazon.com. So thanks for asking me, Jared. Buy stuff <laughs> to pay for his medical bills. <laughs> yeah. The Dick Young fun. keep Dick, the young, Dick young fun. Keep <laughs> Dick Young. That's the shuffle like guarantee. That, yeah. How are you doing? Good. I right, thanks. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> no. I I was traveling. I went and saw Japan and Cambodia and Thailand. Did you tell them about Shuffle? I, everyone. <laughs> no one knew what I was saying, but they're all subscribers now. Nice, nice. Yep. Nice. Yeah, Taking over I got world. all of Southeast Asia to nice. subscribe to Shuffle. Nice, that's key demographic. I always thought we should so tap into. Buy all of your Southeastern <laughs> Asian needs off of Amazon.com. What were some of the big sites you went to? I went to Inker Wat in Cambodia. Did you stick a, fi- a Shuffle like sticker onto it? Yeah, all of it. <laughs> I I defaced the <laughs> shit out of Inker Wat. <laughs> With shuffle memorabilia <laughs> that you bought off of Amazon. I Here bought off of Amazon.com. Nice, nice. And I, I went all over Kyoto and went to all the temples and just nice. shuffled the the hell. Uh, every monk I saw, I stuck a shuffle bumper sticker on his bald <laughs> forehead. Nice. Yeah. So they, nice. they are now walking shuffle billboards. I'm inspired to do a little international travel myself now. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm inspired. Maybe after you get all those medical bills taken <laughs> yeah. care of. <laughs> Help me out, y'all. All right, let's let's meander over to the ICP News Corner. So r- recently, ICP was playing a show in Lansing, Michigan. I believe it is in Michigan. Okay. Right. And they played a show, and it sold out. So they added a second night. Yeah. And after the venue attempted to do the cleanup of the Fago after the first night, <laughs> they went to the group and said, we cannot do a second night of wow. this. Wow. Yeah, no kidding. And they, well, for, first they asked the group if they would perform a Fago free show, to which the Wicked Clown said, hell no. F no, bro. <laughs> uh, they... What, let's see what did they say. 
they believe that a show without the Detroit-made beverage would have been a disservice to the loyal fans wow. known as Juggalos. Yeah. ICP sprays an average of six to eight hundred two-liter bottles per show. Wow, really? Holy. Yeah. Holy shit. Yep. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. One of the fans, they, a fan was interviewed about the show being canceled, and they said, well, they aren't called the same clown posse. Uh. <laughs> if ICP were to perform a show without Fago, that would be like Andrew Dice Clay not ending his show with nursery rhymes or Janis Joplin not performing with a bottle of SoCo. Actually, I thought she liked Jack. <laughs> this dude doesn't know what he's talking about. I thought about. she was dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, she's not. <laughs> Little known fact. <laughs> she's live. Live and kicking. Drinking SoCo. Just, I heard she's got a new album only available through Amazon. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> allegedly. You, you, yeah. Alleged, you, allegedly. You have to go on Amazon <laughs> and through Amazon buy a title subscription. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and then you can listen to it. It's actually it's a special form of title that you can only listen to after buying the subscription through Amazon, specifically nice. through Shuffle's just- <laughs> web portal. Nice. Sounds like something. Now we have to like record some Janis Joplin album <laughs> so the fans actually have something to listen to. Don't we just say it's all allegedly. Alleged. Alleged. Just tr- pepper. Liberally <laughs> pepper the word alleged over everything. We should, before every episode, we should say, yeah, pepper the word allegedly before everything. Yeah. And we just say whatever we want. Yeah. <laughs> Got all our bases covered. Nice. News is so easy when you can yeah. make it up. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly breaking allegedly news. <laughs> All right, so let's let's talk about Kanye. Let's go to the Kanye news corner. Uh, Kanye has yet again updated the life of Pablo. Uh, mm-hmm. A couple weeks ago, it mysteriously was pulled off of title. No one really knew why, and when it reappeared, there was a brand new song at the end of the album called Saint Pablo, which features guest vocals from Sam Fa. I think that's how you Sam say his name. And so this brings the Life of Pablo track list to 20 tracks long. Wow. Yeah, did you get a chance to listen to it at all? I did. I listened to it. It wasn't bad. I, I thought, thought it, it was pretty bad. good. Yeah. It, it was like the most coherent yeah. and sober. And like he sounded like he was actually there. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. 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 He was lucid. That's the word I was looking for. It's kind of weird because now that there's... Tw- I, I, it's so irrational, but now that there's 20 songs, I kind of feel like I need to judge the album a little bit differently. I have no. It's like totally irrational. No, yeah, Twenty. It's like wow. That's like a. Twenty feels intentional. Where nineteen is 19, like what the fuck? Exactly. Are you doing? That's it. Nineteen. What are you it doing? Feels like he just like. Just yeah. like you know, he just Dick Young did out. <laughs> he Dick Young. But did. now it seems. Now it seems like it's like a big like epic double album type where I almost want to go back and listen to it. And, but I won't. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I probably will. No, I. 20 that's for an accomplishment as, for as insane as it is the constant tinkering with it is actually like slowly making it better yeah now yeah. i don't know if it's only better in that like compared to what it was <laughs> which was like a you know rough, yeah like is it actually better or is it just like well yeah anything would be better than yeah. the first yeah rendition of it 
It's a weird tension because at one on one hand it seems like wow he really cares about this album because he keeps working on it, but on the other hand it's like if you care that much, why wouldn't you have just finished it why in the first place? Why did you release it in the first uh, place? So I'm torn. I'm torn, but but you know what? I gotta say it's still one of the better albums of the year of 2016. I would still say that. Not my top, but it's still one of the better. Yeah. One of the better, definitely like probably the most interesting. Yeah, exactly. It just has like cultural value it's, dripping off. It's of like it. a sonic train wreck. You yeah. can't help but listen to <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But it just so happens that it sounds good when it crashes sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. I tried listening to it again recently and <laughs> you hit you hit Father Stretch My Hands Part 1 and the bleached asshole line. It's like, <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah, Why am like I listening to derails. this? <laughs> what is going on? Yep. <sighs> All right. Well, speaking of more insane Kanye-ness, uh, he Easy. finally dropped an official music video for a song off this album. And out of all the songs he could have picked... He went with Famous. Yeah. The T-Swift the song. Mm-hmm. And, and, of course, he had to make an event out of this. He could not just release it. He had to hold a screening of his, quote, groundbreaking <laughs> visual, end quote, for Famous in the... Make 17, as much money as possible, yes. in other words. <laughs> At the 17,000 capacity forum in L.A., and he charged people 25 bucks a wow. ticket. Was it sold out? Did you hear? I, I have no idea hear. if it yeah. sold out or wow. not. Wonder. But yeah, he charged 25 bucks a ticket, and he also had special one-of-a-kind merch there, which, based off pictures, looked like a white T-shirt with <laughs> like a Microsoft Notepad font saying "famous." Definitely on something it. you couldn't do at home. And Definitely something you couldn't just do at the mall or in like seventh yeah. grade, like. Class, and I'm pretty sure the t shirts were about double the price of the entry <laughs> yeah. ticket. Yeah, and of course, he also like streamed it for title subscription. That holders. dude must be poor because those t shirts are like, <laughs> oh my god, that it had to have been like damn near 100% profit. Yeah, no kidding, probably cost like two bucks to make, and I think he was charging <laughs> like 40 something for them. I would almost buy them just because they're so shitty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, let's talk about the music video. It is. Have you seen it? You I it? have seen it now. Nice. So the so video. You got that title subscription. <laughs> yeah, I bought a title subscription <laughs> so I could get past the thirty second. <laughs> worth nice. uh, worth every penny. Nice. The the video is quite literally uh, the aftermath of a celebrity orgy. Featuring Taylor Swift, Amber Rose, Rihanna, Chris Brown, Caitlyn Jenner, Bill Cosby, Donald Trump, George W. Bush, and Winter, Ray J, Kim Kardashian, and of course, Kanye himself. Easy. All laying naked, sleeping in a giant bed together. Yep. Uh, the video, it's not quite sure but it's speculated to utilize a mixture of wax and prosthetic figures and look-alike models and some people think it, some of them are actually the real people themselves really some of them, yeah that's like because if you watch the music video some of them move 
Oh, like, yeah. yeah. There's one scene where you see Caitlyn Jenner's head move. So while I don't think the body shot was Caitlyn Jenner's Maybe naked body, head. I think yeah. it was actually her face. That makes sense. And I think yeah. that might have been actually Kanye laying in bed, and some people think that might have actually been some of the other people. like George W. Bush. No. Yeah, that was <laughs> actually physically George W. Bush. <laughs> so yeah, the, the video utilizes these wax figures mostly and was inspired by the Vincent... Desiderio painting titled Sleep. I'll post a picture of it. Does it look? Notes. Is it basically the same thing? Yeah, I actually haven't looked it, at it. It is. It's that big final kind of big panoramic shot yep. of all of them, and it's a bunch of people laying in a bed in very similar poses, too. That makes his. That makes the video a little less artistic. Like I say, given that it, that it's like. Why are you? Similar. Why are you appropriating? Yeah, come on. Uh, Kanye says the video is not in support or anti any of the people in the video, but it is more so a comment on fame. He says, I say a lot of lines other wives would not allow their husbands to say, but my wife also puts up photos that other husbands wouldn't let them put up. Uh, Basically saying, because here's the thing that I thought was the, the most unsettling part of the video so it ends with this big final shot. It kind of looks like this fucked up Last Supper almost of yeah. all these yeah, yeah. naked celebrities laying in bed. Of course, Kanye and Kim are laying right next to each other, but Taylor Swift is also right next to Kanye. And based off the amount of people in it, actually the dead center of the bed is Kanye and Taylor, yeah. not Kanye and Kim. Really? Which I was <laughs> like, that's fucked up. Ew. <sighs> And she is laying in a way that seems like especially vulnerable, but maybe that was just me, like, because she just I don't know. No, yeah, she she kind of looks like, yeah, like meek the and, rest. The rest are like semi posing or sleeping. Everyone like actually looks like they're sleeping, but hers is like this like weird. It's know, creepy. Like, it's like it's virgin. Yeah, weird. I, I don't know what I'm trying to say. But yeah, it's like forced innocence. Kind yeah. Of. Wait. So, what did you think of the video? <laughs> it looked like a stupid like snuff film almost. Yeah. Like yep. this grainy dark handheld camera of like like honestly, it reminded me of Lost Highway. Like oh, the yeah. scene where like the guy goes and films the people while they're sleeping. Oh yeah. It yeah. really reminded me yeah, of that yeah. actually. Yep. Because it's forgot about dark yeah. and like it's shaky and it's like yeah, all up in the face. Similar. Yep. And then, you know, the, the slowly, as it like slowly pans across the bed, I thought those shots were actually kind of cool. Like yeah. it kind of slowly pans back, but it's juxtaposed with just like shots of the breasts of the naked women. Yep. It's just like this weird voyeuristic yeah. snuff film. It almost felt like, uh, what, what did you think of it? Yeah. Like, cause I, yeah, I, I've said to you a couple times, but it just like, like the life of Pablo. On paper, it seems like a great idea, but the finished product seems like a kind of shitty first draft. And he keeps drafting Life of Pablo, and I, f- I kind of hope he redrafts <laughs> this video. Because, like, on paper, it's kind of it's a provocative idea that could, if done in a s- kind of different way, 
with like more thought put into it could actually be interesting kind of like visual yeah and the kind of oral commentary on whatever the hell he thinks it is but as it looks yeah i agree the the more still pan shots are like they sort of like suspend the viewer in a way that's more like meditative the other ones are yeah just like snuff voyeuristic where you like roll your eyes or you like close them because it's just like this is so stupid it's just i just imagine kanye like huddled like <laughs> yeah on the dolls like oh yeah shaking his like, camera it's like come on honestly not that this is a a great idea but that final shot where it's like nicely lit yep. and you see everyone in bed which was what they used for a promo yeah. shot of it too that looked really cool so here here's my idea for the video you start up with a close-up on Kanye's face. Yeah. And over the duration of the three-minute song, just slowly pan out, pan out to yeah. reveal it. And that's the end of the video. I agree. It that would have been, been way better. Yeah. I agree. It would have been better. And plus, because part of the cultural fascination is to see the wax figures of the naked people. And that would have also, like, prolonged... You know what I mean? You just yeah. slowly see them. I agree. That actually would well, have been more Well, and it's like, and then like every second it's like, yeah. oh shit, who's going to, yeah. who's next? Who's exactly. coming next? Next? Oh, is that, and then at the very end you see Bill Cosby yeah, but, and George actually, Bush. It's that like, really would have been more effective. Yeah. That's a very good idea. Kanye, pay us a little bit of money. You can take that idea for your I next know, draft. He's hurting. He needs, <laughs> he needs all the money he can get. We'll pay you five bucks as long as you put shuffle <laughs> on your butt. Yeah. The at video. the very <laughs> end, it's just like in big red letters, <laughs> hashtag shuffle. <laughs> For free, man. Free. So, uh, after revealing the video, uh, the majority of those depicted had yet to make any sort of official comment on it, which led Kanye to tweet, Can somebody sue me already? In other Hashtag words, I'll wait. In other words, I want more publicity than I've gotten. Huh. Come on. So, some, some have commented now. One of the first was Chris Brown, who via his Instagram said, Why I gotta have the plumber's butt crack showing wax figure. This N-word Kanye crazy. Talented, but crazy. Uh, Ray J's manager, who goes by Wack 100, Sounds about right. said this to TMZ. If they didn't show Ray J with his dick in Kim Kardashian's mouth, then tell Kanye to go back and reshoot that shit. Wow. Tell that N-word he's a long way from Chicago. He'd better watch his motherfucking mouth. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, Taylor. Seems unnecessary. I got to say, that response seems unnecessary. Uh, (laughs) Taylor's representative uh, made a statement saying that Taylor is livid and horrified. She didn't know what to do when she heard about what Kanye did. She's bewildered, feels betrayed, and, and is beyond frustrated with Kanye. It's like a complete nightmare. Wow. Oh, I didn't hear that. And George Bush's representative <laughs> said, in case there was any doubt, that is not President Bush. <laughs> he is in much better shape. I like that. That was great. Yeah, I saw Keep that. It yeah, nice. Keep it classy. Keep it classy, W. <laughs> wow. Any other thoughts on the famous video? No. We, it's not. It sounds cool on paper. He should have spent a little more time with it yeah. and had people around him that would have like forced, challenged him to to do it better. Like Dominic said to me, if any of you haven't listened to it, just imagine it in your head, and it's probably better than what it actually <laughs> looks like. Yeah, that's. A <laughs> All right, let's let's move on and delve into the next chapter of wait. Of Kanye West news? Yeah. No. Okay. 
Dude, no. there is one other big news that happened today. Maybe you didn't see it. All right, so what's this breaking Kanye news? He signed a huge deal with Adidas. Did you see that? I saw something. Yeah. I did see, like, I didn't read it, but I, now that you mentioned that, I did Dude's see that. Dude's got money again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I read something like there's going to be, like, specific Adidas stores popping up. To sell Purely Kanye. selling the Yeezys yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Well, I guess good for him. Now he can stick to his four albums a, a year and <laughs> three yeah. fashion shows a year. It'll be in. Yeah. Uh, I like some tagline said it was like the biggest or one of the biggest deals Adidas has ever made with a non-athlete, which I assume like how many deals have they made with non-athletes to begin with? They used to have a deal with corn. Really? Yeah. Wow. Back in. What? <laughs> I would say like back in like. The height of Korn's musical career back when they were all still like skinny and on meth. <laughs> they all wore like Adidas tracksuits all the time. Wow. And they actually had a song called Adidas, All Day I Dream About Sex. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they, especially Jonathan Davis, the lead singer, he still to this day wears like, just Adidas tracksuits. <laughs> wow, I yeah. didn't even know that. You're in good. You're in good company, Kanye. You're in real good company. Yeah. Uh, o- Obama called you the abomination of his nation, and Jonathan <laughs> Davis thinks Obama's a puppet of the Illuminati. So you, yeah. you guys already have a, a jumping-off <laughs> yeah. point. You guys can yeah. hate Obama together. Yeah. All right. I, I was going to say, let's go ahead and read the next chapter of the Skrillex saga. Ooh. I don't think I've heard about this. So. A musical based off of the theoretical heist involving the Wu-Tang Clan and Bill Murray, who team up to steal back Once Upon a Time in Shaolin from Shkreli, is being written. It's being turned into a musical. Wow. Uh, there are the, the two authors, Lauren Gundrum and Joel Escher, already have a spot reserved at the Midtown International Festival and they are currently seeking funding on their Indiegogo page to write this musical about Bill Murray and the Wu-Tang Clan stealing, stealing from Once Upon a Time in Shaolin back from Martin Shkreli. Wow. They've currently raised about 90% of their goal and the campaign will be going on for 15 more days. Wow. wow. I'll, I'll post a link to it if anyone wants to <laughs> donate. Uh, one of the perks of the campaign is called the Shkreli Special. And for the low, low price of $2 million, which is what Shkreli paid for Once Upon a Time in Shaolin, you will receive full ownership rights to the musical after it's written. Really? Wow. No Good one's deal. bought it yet. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he will. They're probably hoping. I bet they're Paul, banking that he'll buy it. You know what? It. I didn't even That's think about that. Idea, They're baiting man. him. <laughs> he would love to yeah. buy it and like destroy it. Yeah. Fuck. That's a good That's idea. That's brilliant. Actually, man. It's a great yeah, way to so get yeah. two million dollars. <laughs> allegedly. 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 Allegedly breaking. <laughs> okay, I guess with that we can move on to our music news. Music news. Allegedly. The alleged music news. So did you hear 
that Tom York performed a solo acoustic set at his neighbor's garden party in Oxford. <laughs> no, I did not. Completely unannounced. He, uninvited? <laughs> I, I, I don't know if he that was uninvited or not, but some person on Reddit said that my dad just texted me saying that he was at some fancy garden party in Oxford and that that musician, Tom Yorkie, that you like so much is playing music here. <laughs> Wow. And sure enough, some photos and videos appeared, and he had this little canopy tent and an acoustic guitar and a microphone, and what? he was drinking champagne and joking and laughing with the people and just singing Radiohead songs by himself. Wow, that's amazing. Holy uh, shit. He played Desert Island Disc, No Surprises, Street Spirit, Reckoner, I might be wrong. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> wow. Just like, damn. Got a new hobby, man. Just garden, garden venues, garden <laughs> core. Oh yeah, garden core, flower core. They only play in gardens <laughs> under a canopy with champagne, surrounded by vegetables. In <laughs> some darker, sadder news. The uh, dark news. Maybe that's it. Not uh, darker Radiohead news. Oh. Uh, so they recently held this kind of worldwide streaming event to celebrate the physical release of a moon-shaped pool all over the world at record stores they had events with prizes and they streamed the album and i think the band members might have like done some video chat stuff but at the only event in Turkey, in a record store in Istanbul. Oh, yeah, yeah. During yeah. the Radiohead moon-shaped pool release party, it, the record store was attacked by a, a group of 20 men who burst into the store and proceeded to beat the patrons and owners with bottles and pipes. Wow. Allegedly, the men were attacking the group because they were consuming alcohol and playing loud music instead of observing Ramadan. Hmm. Mm. Pretty fucked up. But. Yeah, that's surprising because I was in Istanbul last year during Ramadan, and there were many. many it, my impression was that it was very culturally appropriate to not overtly follow Ramadan yeah. protocol. In fact, that it was one of the most like secular <laughs> Ramadan cultures I had seen. So well, yeah, I'm. But but I will also say totally anecdotal not representative but when i was there there were tons tons of like little protests so istanbul and turkey in general has a lot of like tiny little divisive groups and factions and unfortunately today they i don't know if you heard about that too no there what was, happened uh, today there was a like bomb at the airport ataturk airport with like 20 or 30 killed and like Shit. 60 injured yeah so istanbul is yeah a lot of uh, a lot of uh, increased political instability right now, especially with all the Syrian refugees coming. Yeah, I'm sure. On top of the guy who was like prime, he was like second in command. I can't remember his name, but I actually saw him in person when I was there. Got ousted by Erdogan, who is very allegedly authoritarian. Allegedly. So yeah, that is Turkey. I gotta pray for Turkey lately. Yeah, that's, gotta pray for Turkey. It's really sad. There's a there's not that you'd want to watch it, but because there was a, a video going to help record the, the streaming event that mm -hmm. runs the whole time that this attack happened. Oh, so yeah, there's footage. You, you don't see a ton of it because 
the event is like being held in like kind of this little back room yeah. and all the actions going out like behind doors but you hear stuff going on and then you see like people kind of like barricade the door and yelling at the people Whoa. to go away and it's sad because it's, it's really like it's this little it's bigger than like like a walk-in closet and there's like 10 people just hanging out and having a good time listening yeah. to Radiohead and these 20 fuckers show up and just ruin everything damn damn Let's move on to something happier. The happy news. The happy news. Weird Al Yankovic will be releasing something he is calling Squeeze Box next year, <laughs> which is a box set featuring 15 of his albums. Wow. Ranging from his 1983 self-titled debut to his 2013 album Mandatory Fund. Wow. The albums will be available on vinyl, CD, and digitally and it will be housed in a replica of Weird Al's accordion. I kind of want to buy that. So you open (laughs) in the bellows, and each little groove of the bellow is one of the discs. Nice. And there's also like a special disc of rarities and never-before-heard songs and stuff. Nice, nice. nice. It looks pretty fucking awesome, actually. Yeah, that's pretty cool. A replica of his accordion. Nice. (laughs) I mean... I'm sure it's very expensive, and yeah. I don't know if I need 15 Weird Al albums to add to my vinyl collection, but Good maybe part. I do. Yeah. Maybe I need it. Can you buy it through Amazon? Hopefully. Uh, come in. Hopefully. All right. Keep our fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> We're pulling for you, Al. Come on. Okay. Henry Rollins, lead, ex-lead singer of Black Flag and old punk rock alternative icon Mm -hmm. wrote a movie called Gutter Damarung (laughs) Gutter Damarung there's an an umlaut over the A Uh. it is a black and white silent film with talking in it (laughs) it's being slated the the loudest silent film (laughs) It's not a silent film at nice, all. Nice, nice. It's this nice. very stark black and white movie starring himself slash Josh Homme from Queens of the Stone Age, Lemmy Kilmeister from Motorhead. It's actually what? one of the last things he did before he oh, passed away. Oh, so he away. shot it. It's not just on paper. No. He filmed it. It wow. has been filmed and directed by a Swedish director. Wow. Iggy Pops in it also. Wow. Uh, here is the... Hint, like the the, the, the tagline the, well the description of the yeah. movie the film is set in a world where God saved the world from sin by taking from mankind the devil's grail of sin the evil guitar <laughs> the earth has now turned into a Puritan world where there's no room for sex drugs or rock and roll from up high in heaven a punk angel named Vicious portrayed by Iggy Pop looks upon the world with weary, bored eyes. Behind God's back, Vicious sends the devil's guitar back to Earth, and sin in all of its forms return to mankind. An evil Puritan priest, Henry Rollins, manipulates (laughs) a naive girl to retrieve the guitar and destroy it. On her quest to find the devil's grail of sin, the girl is forced to face the world's most evil rock and roll bastards. Throughout her journey, she is a rival in form of a rock chick determined to stop her from destroying the instrument. Wow. I need to see this. And there's this... <laughs> I think hopefully they're going to be touring with it, this event. So 
it is similar to a silent film in that there's supposed to be live music accompaniment. Oh, right. So from the the trailer, which I will post, they show this huge kind of screen projecting the movie, and there's like just a stage with like 20 guitarists just <laughs> chugging away on it. Nice. It, it looks fucking crazy. Nice. Nice. I, I got you. Yeah, I, I definitely Holy want to shit. check it out. It looks awesome. <laughs> Gutter Damarung. Gutter Damarung. Wow. Yeah. So they might it might go on like tour kind of. Like I think it might go tour on tour cities? with like the live thing, but I'm sure there will also be some sort of. I'm. I'm there's no way in hell this is gonna get like theatrical yeah. release, but I'm sure like digital like on yeah. video on demand it'll be some digital nice. download. I'm glad Henry Rollins he wrote the music too, right? I guess oh, I, I, I have no idea. Nice. I no, really I'm glad he's creating stuff, man. That's awesome. No, actually, I just saw a trailer for another movie that I really want to see that he's in. It's called The Last Heist. I think I heard of that. Yeah. yeah. At first, it's it's not really the kind of movie I want to see. It's it's like a bank heist movie. These yeah. like robbers try to take down a bank. But then it's like a movie within a movie because when they go to rob the bank, Henry Rollins, who portrays a serial killer, is in the bank and then takes the, the robbers hostage, <laughs> and it just turns into like nice. this big clusterfuck yeah, yeah, of like yeah. this like action shoot 'em up movie. But First. then he's also the serial killer who collects people's eyeballs and Jesus. he's like just creepy as fuck. Nice. And it's like this like super nice and quiet and polite like jeffrey dahmer-esque nice. i don't know i think it looks pretty yeah, good yeah no i'm glad to see him doing stuff mm. man i haven't seen him in a while nice yeah and he was also just in a movie that came out this last year fuck what's it called he lives or he never died or he doesn't die it follows Is that it? <laughs> Yeah, no. He Henry plays this like ancient biblical character who's incapable of dying, and it kind of like the movie starts. X Men Apocalypse. <laughs> yes, he's a, he's a, he he was Apocalypse and X Men Apocalypse. That's what I thought. No, he he plays this guy who's like been alive forever and like how he's kind of like tried to remove himself from society hmm. because. Everyone he's ever known's died, so he just tries to like live alone. But then he finds out that he has a daughter, and then oh. these evil men that are after him capture her, and then it turns into like this Taken esque movie where I have a certain set of skills, <laughs> and he kills a bunch of dudes to get his daughter back. Was this Batman for Superman? Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah, I thought I saw. That. It's literally all of these <laughs> movies you've listed. <laughs> Every you movie you've listed is this Henry backwards. Rollins movie that I'm talking That's what I about. I thought I saw him in there. Yeah, he's in, in all of the back, them. you know. Okay. Actually, if you next time you watch a movie, you look closely. <laughs> you probably never noticed film. it. He's every character in every movie. It's a trademark of American film. Yeah. Is Henry Rollins is embedded. He's just in that good. Film. You yeah. just can't tell it's him. Nice. But it's him deep down. He's good. He's good. So, uh, during a recent Apple Worldwide Developers Conference, Trent Reznor, head dude from Nine Inch Nails and Apple's music chief creative officer, slammed YouTube as a very disingenuous business. Mm. He went on to say, Apple slamming. So, okay. Apple slamming YouTube <laughs> for about business. Yes. All right, all right, all right. So, Trent went on to you. say, quote, <laughs> 
It is built on the backs of free stolen content, and that's how they got that big. I think any free tiered service is not fair. It's making their numbers and getting them big IPO, and it's built on the back of my work and that of my peers. That's how I feel about it, strongly. We're trying to build a platform that provides an alternative where you can get paid and an artist can control where their content goes. I've dedicated my whole life to this craft, which for a variety of reasons is one that people feel we don't need to get paid for anymore. And I went through a period of pointing fingers and being a grumpy old get off my lawn guy, but then you realize let's adapt and figure out how to make this better instead of just complain about it. A YouTube spokesperson has made an official response to Reznor's criticism saying the overwhelming majority of labels and publishers have licensing agreements in place with YouTube. I thought they did. To yeah, leave, I did. I thought yeah, they did. To leave fan videos up on the platform and earn revenue from fan uploaded content accounts for roughly 50% of the music industry's YouTube revenue. Any assertion that the content is largely unlicensed is false. To date, we have paid out over $3 billion to the music industry, and that number is growing year by year. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't, there's no, like, heroes in this story. I don't think YouTube is really, a, like, a great example of a business, but Trent, come on. You're on the... We're not going to go back to that style of a music economy anymore. There's no way. There's no way. No. And why even blame you? Unless you probably know more about this than I do, but why blame YouTube? I mean, file sharing... You know what I mean? That well, even my only thought is file sharing is a little more shady and person to person. Yeah. Whereas YouTube, which Easier is owned targets, by Google, guess, well, of, it's yeah. a, a a legitimate yeah. business. Yeah. Yeah, and it's making you know it's it's not happening in the shadows of the internet. They're True. kind of blatantly having this platform that stuff like this can take place on. Yeah. I honestly. I mean, uh, he obviously probably knows way more about this than me, but like, I've tried uploading music to YouTube, to YouTube yeah. and they flagged that shit yeah. if they can't license it to the artist. Yeah, yeah. And it feels like every day their software is getting better and better for recognizing content. Like, yeah. actually, when I went to watch the famous music video it was actually set to a different song simply because they knew like the video wow. probably would have been ripped down off of youtube had it actually yeah. been set to famous you're getting good man yeah it was actually it was funny it was set to like flight of the valkyrie nice nice yeah that's weird I guess, yeah, I mean, I could see YouTube probably makes a shit ton of money. It's probably a little disproportionate, but... Oh, I'm sure they make tons of money. But I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's something I've always... I have never really looked into deeply, but... Actually, I, I don't know how much money YouTube makes, because I remember back when YouTube, like, became a thing. It started becoming big. I remember that they were having the hardest time monetizing it. Really? Yeah, they yeah. could not make money off of it. Huh. I'm sure by this point they've figured it out, especially with ads. Yeah, they got a lot more like, ads. Especially with how easy it is for content creators on YouTube to start making money. Yeah. Like, 
any video you upload, you now have the option to just click monetize this video. Yeah. As long as you can prove that you have right, like copyright to all of the content within the video, anybody can just start making money off of YouTube videos wow, through ad really? revenue. Jeez. Anybody. It used wow. to be that you had to have a special like partnering account yep. with YouTube, yep. but that's not the case anymore. I think that partnering accounts still exist, and they probably have a greater percentage of yeah better deals. But yeah, Trent, you'll figure you'll figure it all out. But I don't. Apple, really? Come on, partnering with Apple, big business, man. Come on, you gotta be punk. Where's that punk ethos? Come on, Trent. I don't know if I call Trent punk. Come on, man. I mean, he's definitely subversive. <laughs> he's not. He's not punk. I'm into that. He's too sad to be punk. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> he's too sad. So, that's the other news. Recently. Uh, Deftones frontman Chino Marino played a special three-song acoustic set inside of a volcano. <laughs> yeah, it's, Jesus. Uh, the performance was billed as the world's first public gig inside of a volcano. 20 fans paid uh, 20, uh, 250,000 Icelandic kronas, which is approximately like a little under 2,000 American dollars wow. to attend. They had to walk two and a half miles and then take a six-minute elevator ride down about 400 feet into the shaft of the Threnukurungu volcano. Threnukagigur. Sorry, Threnukagigur. I think that's how you say it. Threnukagigur. Threnukagigur. Uh, he supposedly played a Morrissey cover. Uh... Deftone song, Change in the House of Flies. And then he actually played a song off of Bowie's Black Star. I really? Why did he only do three songs? He paid $22,000. He played three songs. Wow. I know the it elevator was like, ride was longer than his the, set. Yeah, it probably was. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know if like they were afraid of the danger or if it was just extremely hot or cold. There's no way or... that was worth it. Come on. No way, yeah, though. 2000 bucks. That's insane. These people are out of their mind. Shame. But yeah. it's cool. It's a very, it's a very, uh, this is Spinal Tap idea. <laughs> they crank, he cranked it to 11. <laughs> yeah, in that he volcano. cranked it to 11. <laughs> so, ex Blink 182 member Tom DeLong admits that the reason he is no longer with the band is that he quit in order to focus on his UFO research. Yep. Uh, he said, quote, it's something I've always wanted to do. I've always had a passion for space and for the future. But when you dive into this type of material, it's a lot more than just science and technology. It has to do with religion and cosmology, and it has to do with politics and secrecy. So it's a pretty fantastic ride. I can't tour nine months out of the year with enough time to do the, or with enough time to do the enormity of what I'm seeking out to do. When you're an individual like me, dealing with something that's a national security issue, and you're being gifted with the opportunity to communicate something you've been passionate about your whole life, something that has the opportunity to change the world over time, being a small part of that 
is enormously important for my life path. You know, I've always wondered why celebrities, they make millions of dollars, right? Why don't more of them just quit when they've made a ton of money and just dedicate their life to really stupid shit? I why kinda, I why don't they? I kind of respect it, you know what I mean? He's super rich. Yeah, more He's power like, you know to what? him. I'm just going to do this really dumb shit for the rest of my life. You got a problem with that? Who gives a shit? Fuck you. I'm that. really rich. I really, I respect it. It's like, you know what? He's rich. Who gives, you know, just yeah. do this dumb shit. I can't blame him. <laughs> uh, he has launched a multimedia franchise called Secret Machines. Wow. That will explore unidentified aerial phenomenon from a serious academic perspective. He has a little oh. store in downtown LA somewhere and he he wrote a book called Secret Machines Volume 1 which implies that there's going to be more coming and it's nice. S E K R E T Secret <laughs> Machines That's very punk. That's really punk. Bad grammar, very pop punk. Yeah, very pop punk. <laughs> Man, you know cuz like a year ago they officially broke up, right? Well, Roughly, like... Okay, so... Because I saw a headline... Because I remember reading, like, a year ago, he did some interview addressing their breaking up. And, like, out of the interview, like, 20% was about this crazy UFO shit. And I was like, wow, so he's, like, oh, yeah. nuts. And now... yeah. He's Another thing in his defense, he's been ranting and raving about aliens since forever. Okay. Since, like, the yeah. 90s. Yeah. So this isn't just, like super something recent. this is something yeah. he's always been into yeah, it's his hobby so go. they put out their self-titled album blink 182 had to have been around like 2003 2004 i think we would have been in like eighth grade yep and then after that i, I don't know if they broke up but they stopped being a band whether it be a hiatus or broke up that was kind of the end of that then i would say about Three or four years ago, they got back together. The original three put out an album called Neighborhoods. Then after that, I think they kind of called it quits again. Yeah, yeah. And now just recently, the band has reformed yeah. with Tom or Mark and Travis, two of the original members, and then Matt Skiba from Alkaline Trio replacing Tom oh. in this. They're about to drop a new album comes out this month it's called california I wait believe. was tom the one who was like the angel from my nightmare yep, he's the okay. one with the weird voice okay okay <laughs> hello there hello the there. angel from my nightmares that song webs from all the spiders that song i'm very nostalgic for i, I miss admit. you I, i'm very nostalgic for that one that one's like oof. that's like being a little tw right, teeny tweeny. right in the feels yeah right in the feels Hey, where are you? <laughs> Don't waste your time on me. You're already the voice inside my head. Whoa. The shadow in the background of, of the, the moor. <laughs> I was like, damn. That hits me, man. That's a little like. You know, there's the Nightmare Before Christmas reference. We can be like Jack and Sally and have Halloween on yeah, Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the hot topic goth kids are like, <laughs> fuck yeah! Oh, we do Christmas! Spiders in the morn! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that brings me back. Good Maybe there's days. alien symbology in that song he snuck in. You gotta, you gotta break the musical notes down into the sacred geometry. <laughs> yeah. 
and it'll point you to a constellation and then fly there. Yeah, and, and then just fly secret there. machine. And your secret... <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Let's see what else we got. David Lynch has announced that he will be throwing his own music festival called the Festival of Disruption. Featuring the musical styles of Robert Plant, St. Vincent, Questlove, Sky Ferraria, and Shushu Zuzu. Uh, Kyle McLaughlin and Laura Dern of Twin Peaks will also be giving talks during the festival. As will motherfucking Mel Brooks. <laughs> yeah, that is that right? I, yeah. saw, I saw that. Wow, that's He fun. just turned like 92, I think, today or yesterday yeah. or something. Wow. And uh, there will also be screenings of rare, short David Lynch films, as well as daily transcendental meditation. That would be Surprised. cool to go to, I'll admit. It's yeah. weird and hippie and new agey. Yeah, right? it's I like a three-day thing. I, I think it's in L.A. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's in L.A. But yeah, Festival of Disruption. There's supposed to be a lot of Twin Peaksy stuff. I'm sure there's going to be like hints and snippets of. Who the is okay? This is just like me being old, but who is Sky for Ferrari? I keep seeing her name and she pops up, but I have no idea who she is. She, who is she? What's she's a indie pop singer. Uh, she, I, I don't know her music that well. The most I know about her, which is going to make me seem shallow, but she put on an album last year of her like looking kind of naked and scared in the shower uh, it's like kind of a green filter okay. and she's got like makeup running down her face yeah and she's naked and all yeah, wet yeah that is she kind of like a lana del rey-esque or is that i really i really don't know else? anything yeah. about her music okay. i know she's kind of darker okay. in in her message okay. and sound i and i actually just read recently about how she doesn't want to be like labeled as that girl that was naked on her album cover and how <laughs> she's like more than her breasts but at the same time <laughs> i'm only showing you she well but at the same time it's like it's her body she can put it on any album cover that she wants but, yeah you yeah know, listen to my music don't just look at my naked body kind of right. thing i i really i don't know anything else about her so you never checked her out either. Maybe no one's actually listened to her music. That's my theory, that no one really knows who she is. I mean, <laughs> I, I know Pitchfork loves her. The fact that David Lynch picked her to be in his festival means that she must... I know he's a huge fan of Lana Del Rey, though, too. Yeah. He's talked about how she's like... I could see Lynch and... I could see him having her like in a movie. Well, yeah, because she kind of has this like timelessness about her. Like yeah. this really kind of like... 1930s Hollywood kind Creepy, of feel, hazy, surreal which is totally yeah. his shtick. Yep. So, yeah. huh? Yeah. David Lynch, the Lynch, the Lynch, the Lynch man. <laughs> See, Converse teamed up with a design agency called Critical Mass to develop a shoe called the All Wah which is a pair of Converse Chuck Taylors with a built-in wah guitar pedal in the shoe. Oh, my God. It has a flexible sensor in the sole of the shoe, which registers the movements similar to those of pressing a wah pedal. So as you kind of bend your foot, it 
via Bluetooth communicates with a wah box and gives your guitar the desired distortion that a wah pedal would. Uh, the original design actually had a, like a wow. jack that you would plug the guitar into your foot, but they have since redesigned it to be completely wireless. And you, know, you can actually now connect it to your iPhone or Mac instead of an amp if you want. Capitalism, man. Yeah. Because why not? Because <laughs> why not? Let's <laughs> As- put a pedal in a shoe. Someone will buy it. Yeah. As of right now, they're not on sale. I think it's kind of a prototypey okay. thing. But I cross my fingers. This is a vaporware here. It oh, never shit. comes out. Like, <laughs> if they actually sell this, just what's gonna happen? Like, are they just gonna get rid of pedals and it's yeah. just gonna be shoes? Maybe that's the future, man. Call me crazy. They're gonna play this podcast a hundred years from now, and I'm gonna be like the guy who's like TV. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be Who listening knows? to it through their shoes a yeah, hundred years from now. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're going to stomp their foot down yeah. and turn it off because of what you said. Damn. All right, let's see what else. Aphex Twin just dropped his first music video in 17 years. Yeah, I heard that. And I haven't was, seen it, dude. It, I've seen it. Nice. It was directed by a 12-year-old kid from Ireland. <laughs> was it good? It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, honestly, it looks like a 12-year-old <laughs> shot and then edited it with, like, Windows Movie Maker. Yeah. With just, like, the cheesiest filters you could throw on. <laughs> but uh, so it's for this new track called Circlon 3, uh, Croxler 3 Harmix, which is the first single off of Aphex's new up-and-coming EP called the Cheetah EP. Mm. Prior to this, his most recent music video was for the 1999 track Window Licker, which was directed by Chris Cunningham, and is frequently considered to be one of the greatest music videos of all time. No, okay. It's huh. pretty great. I'll, I'll post it. Yeah. I, I don't know if I've seen that. It, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd say, like, the first... It's, it's a very long music video because there's, like, six minutes straight of, like, these two dudes just, like bitching at each other i've seen this yep, yep and then yep, a limo yep. hits okay. them i've yep. definitely okay. seen this yeah i saw this way back in the day back many times 1999 before i even knew who apex yep. twin was uh, friends of mine would play this back in back during the college days if you know what i'm saying yeah. i was like who the fuck is apex twin i was always like okay yep that video is why I like never understood who Apex Twin was because that video is like insane. It's I was like <laughs> pure insanity. Yeah, that, it's amazing though. That pure stands insanity. out. Okay, so well, uh, I can finally. It's like a weird, like hazy memory just, dream. You finally so tied t- it together. Two neurons in your brain yep. just made finally, a bridge. Okay. All yeah. thanks to me. I'm having flashbacks, yeah. bro. I'm having nom flashbacks <laughs> to your Apex Twin music video <laughs> That's days. A, I'm gonna watch that when I get home. That's yeah. crazy. Man. I'll I'll post it. Yep. If anyone wants to see it. Yeah. So that. That was 17 years ago. Cut to today. A 12-year-old boy from Russian Fingal, Ireland, named Ryan Weir, was discovered by Aphex Twin via's YouTube channel, which features many fan videos that he made, which are all similar of just him and his friends dancing around to Aphex Twin with weird cheesy filters on hmm. it. <laughs> Which I got to say, for a 12-year-old kid, he's got good taste in music for being yeah. super into Aphex Twin. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, the video depicts Weir alongside his friends and family dancing and pulling faces, festooned with Aphex Twin masks and logo t-shirts. Nice. It, 
it's like an eight minute long song. So <laughs> sitting through the whole music video is kind of like wears off after the, about yeah. a minute, you're like, okay, I get it. <laughs> but it's still, and at the very end of the music video, it says to be continued. So I don't know if there's going to be more music videos for this Cheetah EP directed by nice. Ryan Weir or not. I read like an hour before I came here that he released a second song today. Yep, I but haven't not list- a second video? Uh, no video, okay. just the okay. second song. Nice. I, nice. I have not heard it yet. Nice, yeah, neither have I. Allegedly, this EP coming out was all recorded on one synth, which is called this Cheetah okay. synth. Okay, okay. And it, it's weird, he's doing this marketing campaign with it I've never seen before. I almost liken it to like uh, do you know how like Daft Punk's been like selling this merchandise with like these like 70s era kind of posters it's got this really kind of like throwback 70s disco vibe to it which was not something I would associate with With Aphex Twin but he's definitely doing something different like the last two last three albums he's dropped i mean cyro got a decent bit of promotion because an actual lp but the last two eps he dropped one was acoustic computer program something volume two and then he did an afx one he just dropped him out of nowhere and he's like really marketing this one yeah so i don't know if he's got bigger plans that have yet to be revealed yeah the song is pretty good yeah I'll the song is pretty damn good to it, yeah, the music video so. is novel to <laughs> say the least <laughs> yeah. all right let's see uh, 50 cent was arrested for the use of profanity during a performance <laughs> in the caribbean island saint kitts recently 50 was reportedly warned prior to the performance to play clean versions of his set. And during his song, P.I.M.P., he repeatedly said the word motherfucker and was arrested promptly after his performance. He will have to appear in court and pay a fine for his offense. Wow. I guess the, the use, the public use of profanity is a misdemeanor wow. in St. Kitts. Uh, actually, DMX suffered a similar fate in 2003. Wow. He was also arrested for indecent language at a performance in St. Kitts. You know, it seems crazy, but it wasn't. I mean, in, even in like the 1950s, the U.S. still had, they weren't enforced that much. But in the 1950s, you could still like... In various states, you could get in trouble for like swearing, swearing somewhere. So yeah, some. It seems so like of another universe, but that's history, man. Yeah. That's crazy. It's also crazy that Fifty Cent was literally just in State College promoting like a oh, wine, his, uh, vodka, and, uh, his vodka. vodka, not to perform. So I assumed he was like doing pretty bad. Oh, I think he, he did perform too, but it okay, was it was did. in part of. It was like in part of the promotion of I think he was at a liquor store in State College and then he went to I, w- I want to say it was Olive Garden like Cafe 210 <laughs> or oh, okay really wow and played a show afterwards wow impromptu in a garden under a canopy yeah champagne yeah. <laughs> acoustic yeah. Yeah, actually <laughs> Tom opened yeah. for him yeah 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 Tom did the 50 cent songs 50 yeah. the big radio had songs I can't. Has he even like put out a new song since the Yo Shorty It's Your Birthday song that from like when we were in sixth grade? Yeah, I remember him and Eminem. Him and someone else went like head to head 
for like who was gonna outsell the elder and they released her album on the same day in like 2009 and that was like the last probably put the nail in his coffin yeah that was like the last like oh no none of you sold any albums because you both suck bye because <laughs> <laughs> you both suck and DMX too what happened to him I don't know man maybe he's in the new Henry Rollins movie. <laughs> yeah maybe we'll check it out Gutterman dog yeah uh, so a a lock of David's Bowie of David Bowie's hair sold for eighteen thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars at an auction in LA last weekend. Wow, that's fucking creepy as hell. What the hell are you gonna do with that? <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh, don't don't you know? <laughs> uh, the, the hair was cut straight from Bowie's head in 1983 when he went in for a Madame. Tussauds Wax Museum sample sitting. Uh, Wendy Farrarier, a wig maker who worked with the Wax Museum uh, and cut his hair, asked if she could keep it. He gave her permission and then she placed it in a frame along with a picture of herself in Bowie. And it sat there for 33 years until the Heritage Auction sold it off last weekend. Wow. Creepy stuff. So congratulations to ever dropped the 20 grand for a dead guy's hair. I hope you go to bed holding that every night. Yeah. <laughs> but don't worry, a portion of the proceeds are going to a Thai dog and cat welfare center. Nice. Huh. There are a lot of dogs and cats Straight in Thailand. Down. Yeah. I recently oh. saw it. Nice. Oh. That's good. Mm. So you want to hear some weird fucked up shit about Mike Patton? The fucked up Mike Patton news. Breaking. I think I, I Allegedly actually, breaking. I read about this. And so. they, there was a f- absolutely revolting picture. I don't know if you read the same thing. The picture. Oh, like the, the start stuff coming out of his mouth. Of like, well, it was probably just chocolate. Yeah, but I was it, like, that's cruel, If man. you read the so stories cruel. and then look at the <laughs> picture. Like, So Mike Patton has revealed some of the backstage antics he used to get into in the early 90s while Faith No More was touring with Guns N' Roses, uh, specifically 1991. John Holmes reported on two of these antics in his recent book, Rockstar Babylon, Outrageous Rumors, Legends, and Ruckus, True Tales of Rock and Roll Icons. Where it's all true. Allegedly. (laughs) Yeah, So, uh, the first story, quote, Patton once pissed all over (laughs) Axl Rose's cue cards while Guns N' Roses were on stage playing, and Axl was using them to shout his way through Sweet Child of Mine. Why would he, I, does he, did he really need cue cards when I read that one? There's so few lyrics in that song. Yeah, I was like, come on, man. Where do we go from here? Yeah. Uh, he also had a shit in one uh, in an orange juice carton, resealed it, and put it back in Axl Rose's personal drinks vending machine. That's like to put your own poop into a little... The next story is even worse. <laughs> also during the tour, Patton took a shit, rolled it into a ball with his hands, and shoved it into a hairdryer. So that the next guest to dry their hair would get hot shit in their face. I feel like he told the guy he did this because it sounds hilarious, but there's no way he's literally just. I just imagine him walking around with shit in his hand. <laughs> Patton's rationale for such outrageous behavior is quote, Ain't that rock and roll? I do hope rock stars are a dying breed. People love to lap them up. 
You know how something always tastes better if you swallow it quickly? I, Pat. I feel like he just was bragging about it. There's no way he actually did that. It's fucked up. I yeah. still love him though. That's hilarious <laughs> shit. <laughs> hilarious shit. A story. Say it again because it just started. The final story. You said last story. The last story. I'll say final again. The final <laughs> last story. Allegedly. Breaking. Breaking. The breaking alleged news of Shuffle. So. Lady Gaga has been banned from China after meeting with the Dalai Lama. After meeting with the Tibetan spiritual leader at the U.S. Conference of Mayors in Indianapolis for a discussion on the need for kindness and compassion, China's propaganda department issued what's being called an important instruction banning any mention of Lady Gaga from party-controlled news outlets, as well as ordering her music to be taken down from Chinese websites. And this is actually her second time being banned from China. The first, uh, she was banned for her release of the album Born This Way. Mm -hmm. That ban was recently lifted in 2014, but she is now back on the ban list. Lady Gaga, for man. Talking to the most chill dude <laughs> in the universe. She's politically dangerous. She's so radical. So dangerous. Oh my God. Hey, she was born that way. Yeah, she was. <laughs> she's so radical. She's so radical. Yeah, Holy she's crap. Edgy. <laughs> way edgier yeah. than Mike Patton. Yeah. Let me tell you that. Her and the Dolly. Yeah. Those guys are woof. Radical. So, other people on China's current ban list Selena Gomez, Bjork, Bon Jovi, Maroon 5, and Oasis. Not that Oasis? that fucking does anything because they're broken up. Yeah. The uh, Beatles, just for the hell of it, they banned. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know. Is Paul McCart banned from China? I don't say that. I don't talk about that guy. Don't give that trash airtime. <laughs> <laughs> From now on, <laughs> Trash going McCartney. forward, his name is Trash McCartney. <laughs> trash cart. Trash. The trash cart. The trash cart. The trash bin. Let's call him trash bin. Yeah, actually, that that's the more British way to say it. <laughs> yeah. They say bin. Yep, exactly. Put it in the, the trash bin. Trash McBinney. <laughs> McBinney, sir. Trash <laughs> McBinney. Sure, trash McBinney. <laughs> so... I, I guess I could add, listening to anything lately that you feel like? Can. 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 C-A-N, allegedly. Actually, they said that the band stands for Communist Anarchist Nihilist. <laughs> They're a German pioneering kraut rock band. Uh, I highly recommend two of their albums. I don't know if I can even say them. One's Tago Mago, I think. The other one's like... Bomb and Yesi or whatever. Incredibly good stuff. A few of the tracks, you can definitely tell Radiohead definitely was inspired by them. Who Radiohead has said Actually, numerous I think times. We, we talked about Can on the Radiohead episode. Possibly, yeah, because they a couple tracks off of their newest album sound kraut rock. Yeah, so Can fucking great stuff. I've been listening to that a lot lately. Really, really good. It's like, like is it nihilistic? A little bit, a little bit, yeah. I would say it. The best way I would describe it is like it's kind of like jam band mentality, 
but with like a sinister purpose. Jam band music, like Grateful Dead, is just like noodling endlessly, no sense of direction. You just kind of fall asleep and wake up, and you're in like a sugar cloud. This is like, like uh, apocalyptic, like creepy, unnerving. It's good. It's good stuff. Can stupid name, great music. You have a song, or should I just Vitamin C? Vitamin That's C. Definitely their most accessible. Okay. Odds are everyone's heard it before in like some movie or some on the radio. Great song. I'll post that shit. Yeah, great. Song. What about uh, the- you? The new Swans album. Oh, yeah. The Glowing yeah, Man. Yeah. Which is kind of ending this trilogy of three albums. Uh, supposedly, this is Swans' last album in the current incarnation of the band. Yeah. So, while there will be new Swans music going forward, we do not know what that means exactly. I'm sure Michael Gira will still be the front person behind it all but the other members of the band are, are going to change but it, similar to the other two albums from this trilogy the seer and uh to be kind it's this monstrous two and a half hour long repetitive meditative sinister yeah. post-rocky tribal I, I could just keep throwing words at it because yeah. it, it's it definitely, you know, you got to set aside two and a half hours, but <laughs> it's great. It's, it's really good. It is really, really good. Every, yeah. The spectrum of any emotion you could possibly imagine is somehow contained on it. And yeah. it's, it doesn't feel long just to be long. Yeah. Yeah. At all. It, and it it's... It's too, It's not that many tracks, right? No, like, it's. Yeah. I want to say like six. Yeah, it's under tracks. ten. Yeah, yeah. So it's. Yeah, it's. Imp- and it. I would say, especially, the most recent swans, swans sound. It's not too like it is. There's this kind of meditative repetition to it, but it doesn't get boring. Yeah. But at the same time, it doesn't get like alienatingly experimental either. Right. It, right. It's it stays in a comfortable area. Yeah. But it, it it does experiment. It does get weird and you know, Gira's weird cryptic lyrics about God <laughs> all the time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I recommend it especially if like you're curious to get into Swans, but maybe the first two swan songs that we introduced you to <laughs> were a little off-putting this is definitely doesn't sound anything no, like no, those no. Yeah. this is very sonically pleasant yeah. and welcoming to the ears yeah. if you have two and a half hours to yeah. spare <laughs> buy it off of amazon the glowing man <laughs> so since i don't have a f- i can't ask you what your favorite track what was your favorite n- news <sighs> Probably just the part where we were just trash and trash McBinney. If I, <laughs> Sir if I can, McTrash. Sir Trash McBinney. Favorite it, movie actually, star. probably the Henry Rollins movie. I'm excited to see that. When, if and whenever I can, however I can. Yeah, I'll definitely keep us posted on that. I actually, don't. I was really pumped Lady Gaga got banned because I'm just a fan. I think like a kind of cultural authoritarian governments are very underrated and uh, 
I just, you know. It's like the most <laughs> hipster <laughs> thing. <laughs> just really, really underrated. Just kidding, guys. Come on. You know me. You know, you know me. I'd have to go with the Henry Rollins thing or probably the Weird Al squeeze box. Oh, yeah. That sounds pretty <laughs> freaking rad. Well, I think that'll wrap up this news now that we're all informed and shit. Uh, the more you allegedly know. Uh, thank you for listening. Please check out our website, www.jrdsctt.com shuffle. You can find all of our other episodes as well as links to all of the news stories that we talked about today. Look for some t-shirts we might make. Yeah. I'm inspired by Kanye West. Yeah, actually. White, plain white with black letters saying Jared and Dominic. Forever. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> In parentheses, not Sir Trash <laughs> Not McBinney. Sir McTrash McStupid Face. <laughs> Trash McFuckface. No Pauls allowed. <laughs> no Pauls. Hashtag no Pauls allowed. <laughs> yeah, check out our website. Maybe we'll have t-shirts at some point. Yeah. Uh, if you want to follow us on socially things, you can go to facebook.com slash shuffle. Find us on Twitter at shuffle at shuffle podcast uh, you can find us on tumblr at tumblr.shufflepodcast.com uh, email us shufflecastpod at gmail.com otherwise we'll talk about music again soon I promise Come but maybe back. not me yeah Ooh, I'm going weird, on weird foreshadowing. I'm going on a little soul searching quest, and when I come back, he's yeah. okay. Ever, ever since he denounced Sir McTrash Face, he's been lost. Yeah, he I, needs to find a new moral compass. new center. I gotta find my I gotta find my inner me, as I like to call it. Um, my inner not your, Paul. Yeah, because uh, instead of his inner me, it was inner. McCartney. At first, I. But now I, it's not. I thought the trash was inside. Then I realized it was in that <laughs> dirt face, dude. You know what I mean? So yeah. The trash was in Paul McCartney <laughs> the, the whole, whole time. time. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm just gonna embrace, you know, just the void in me. It's not trash. It's just emptiness. So I'm gonna just sit with that for a while. Yeah, he's gonna go <laughs> read some nihilist memes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get real dark. So when I come back, you know, I'll if hey, maybe I won't come back. You know what I mean? Dot dot dot. Just end it there. Maybe I won't come back and just (laughs) end the episode right there. (laughs) Pretend that I did that. All right. (laughs) Bye.